News Radio 92.3. Now it's time to play Which Host Did This? Andrew McKay, Jenna Barr, or Bobby Rossi? This host used to train professional boxers. Who is it? Time's up. The correct answer is Bobby Rossi. Get to know our local hosts by listening to News Radio 92.3. 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. But as it stands now, dump trucks are, uh, are actually tearing up the road. Uh, it just wasn't meant for the design for 25 to 30 tons of payload constantly. This is Ben Watson, one of the residents who spoke at the Escambia County Commission meeting last Thursday, complaining about the proposed expansion of the opportunity to bring more dirt out of the Divine Farms Road pit, uh, which is also a Divine Farm Road. Both signs. I think it's still funny. Anyway, um, then they were complaining about that. The commissioners ended up saying yes to about half of the request or something like that. But the local residents of the subdivision there on the north side of the road are very concerned about the driving conditions, about having to avoid the dump trucks about the dump trucks behavior and about the bridge at the bottom there over the water that is i drove it the other day it, not healthy the bridge does not you, you don't feel safe driving over the bridge it's it's not failing but it kind of feels like Ugh. um so i wanted to ask wes moreno about that first wes is the uh, scambia county administrator wes i know you talked about this well, by the way welcome back to the show sir Hey, good morning, Andrew. Always good to be here. Yeah, great to have you. Now, I know you're Rhodes guy, okay? Uh, and you talked about this yesterday with, uh, you know, uh, Jeff Bergash uh, in his coffee with the commissioner, and you talked about what's in the works for that bridge. That, to me, is the biggest issue, is the bridge itself, but maybe also comment on plans for the road, if there are any. Sure. Uh, so we have a re- rehab project going on right now to uh, rehab uh, some of the pylons under the bridge and increase the weight limit and make it more stable and, and, and safe. And I think that will be a good project that, that we'll complete and I think we'll be successful there. And in the future, you know, uh, I believe we'll bring an initiative to try to uh, add add some width to that road. Uh, you know, that road, when it was dirt, we, we did a process called open graded coal mix on that road. And it was mainly uh, an emulsion mixed with uh, aggregate uh, maintenance process is what it was. It's laid down almost by an asphalt spreader. It looks like an asphalt spreader. And we we did that, put that process on that road, and it stabilized it pretty well. Uh, and then uh, we came back some years later, and we put some uh, hot mix acid, did a, a resurfacing of the road on top of the open graded cold mix. So you have a dirt layer that sta- has been stabilized. You have uh, an aggregate layer mixed with emulsion. That, and then you have hot mix uh, asphalt on top of that. So you have a pretty good layer there. I think the challenge on that road is going to be the width of the road right? and uh, you know, the shoulders, the narrowness. So uh, we'll probably bring an initiative to try to address that particular issue to add some width, uh, at least on one side of the road, if not both, and try to make things a little bit better there for the for the folks coming in out of that uh, neighborhood there, that subdivision. And, of course, the problem there is to the degree, as you mentioned, that the center of the road, let's say, is very sturdy because of all the layers that have been put there. The edge of the road is 
you know, it's not going to be comparable. And that's where the trucks are going to be driving. And, you know, as you know, as being a roads guy, that's where you're going to have your, your problems is at the edge if you don't make it as strong as the middle, which I, you know, and I've talked on the radio about the, you know, the pit was there first, <laughs> you know, so the homes come after and, you know, sometimes you have issues with that. But um, w- one thing I did want to check with is, so the, the sign on the bridge says 20 tons. My understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, is that a fully dirt laden truck coming out of that pit is going to be pushing well more than that, 35, 40 tons, maybe something like that. To what degree is that enforceable, enforced, and or correct me if I'm wrong on any of that, it seems like obviously the heavy trucks are the damaging factors for the bridge, right? Yeah, the, the, the heavy, you know, heavy, heavy axle loads uh, are always a concern on, on any roadway, you know, the design of any roadway, and, and the bridge, especially bridges as well. Uh, we have, uh, in the north end, you know, we have weight-limited bridges there, and you have your big logging trucks, public trucks. Yeah. Uh, we do we do try to uh, advise and, and you know, meet with some of the pit owners. Say, listen, you got you, know, you got a weight limit on this bridge. You need to be cognizant of it. And we can work with uh, DOT officers to help with that enforcement if we need to. Uh, but yeah, we we but we feel like when we get done rehabbing this bridge, I think we're going to be be just fine. And it, it, any time frame on that? Well, the, the project's ongoing right now, so I, w- I would say within 90 days. Oh, okay, so very soon. Okay, well, that's good news. Uh, six, mm-hmm. 645, we're talking to Wes Moreno, the Escambia County Administrator. Hang on for a second, Wes. We got uh, Candy with Traffic on the Fives. And uh, not showing any delays. Accident on Highway 87, uh, and that's not a delay, but do watch for emergency vehicles. This is right before the I-10 turnoff in Milton. Traffic tips, text 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Back to Wes Moreno. Uh, Wes, one of the things I wanted to ask you about, we have seen uh city of pensacola is on the brink of banning smoking uh, and vaping in the city parks uh the city of milton has asked for a proposal to ban smoking in parks and beaches uh we know okaloosa is doing this uh i would be surprised if milton doesn't pass it has there been any even request for information or push yet in escambia county for something like this no, we uh, we've not had any discussion about it. I've not. It's not a topic that has risen uh, to the top here in Escambia. Uh, I'm, you know, I talk with Michael Rhodes quite frequently, and he's not mentioned uh, any any discussions that he, that he's been involved in with parks and recreations. And uh, you know, I meet regularly with, with Lee Davis uh, at the Island Authority, and I don't uh, unless it's something that's come up between the last time she and I met. Uh, it's not been a topic that she's that she brought to me. So okay. uh, over here in Escambia, I've, I've really not heard a lot of discussion uh, about that particular topic. Okay, well, I was curious. I hadn't either, but I figured you would know if something like that was percolating up and we should be expecting it anytime in the near future. Uh, big project that the commission approved uh, was the Perdido boat launch. Uh, you know, not quite $5 million of other people's money, my favorite kind. Uh, I mean, it's all my, it's all our money, really, but it's not the same, right? So um, can you maybe just tell people for a second exactly where this is going to be? And then, you know, it looks like a pretty great project for accessing water, ac- uh, improving water access. Yeah, it really is. Um, and so if you go up Little End, uh, if you're going toward toward the key, going south, uh, you go across uh, uh, Blue Angel Parkway, and you'll be going. You go across near the bay, and when the road makes the curve right before it gets to 98, it, the the site will be right there on the right. Okay. Uh, and so it, it's a pretty good pretty good site. 
you know, and that's good. This is going to be a, a really great project for this for for Scammy County. It's going to be a two lane boat ramp. You know, we're going to dredge about three thousand foot of the channels, of the, so we get access to the channel, and uh, it's going to have like I think sixty two trailer parking spots and twenty two regular spot parking spots. We're going to have picnic uh, cover picnic pavilions and tables and. Uh, portable toilet and decorative portable toilet enclosures and sidewalks and some rough uh, camping amenities. I mean, it's just going to be a really great project when we get done with it. And uh, I'm looking forward to being able to uh, cut the ribbon on that one. And it, I think it's just going to be great for the, for the area. And is there any, I know there's been off and on talks about it, but is there any real plan for revamping, redesigning the Galvez landing, which of course is the one that's just kind of overflowing with use right now. Right. right. Uh, not at the moment. Not okay. At the moment. All right. So something we could look for maybe in the future. Another big project that y'all, uh, that the the commission approved is the uh, park for Carpenter Creek at the headwaters there on Olive Road, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is a uh, kind of a concept that we're trying to move to. I was talking to chips yesterday, not necessarily about this project, but, and then looking in what our drainage projects, you know, not just drainage, but is there a way we can incorporate a water quality uh, concept into the into our drainage projects? But and that's kind of what this one is. You know, we're we're looking to at the heart of this project is water quality, and so we're looking to treat the stormwater that rolls off of Olive into Carpenter Creek, and then you know it goes through Carpenter. Carpenter Creek and winds up in Biotahar, which we all know has has, has issues. Right. So we're looking to enhance the, the, the water quality in the area. But in addition to that, you know, we're going to put in a uh, walking track and paddle craft launches and uh, uh, passive recreational areas along the boardwalk and, uh, you know, of course, wetland restoration. So it's going to be an all-encompassing uh, project there. And it's uh, a concept that we're looking to incorporate more and more as we bring projects to the table yeah no i i, I like it you know, it seems like we're doing a you know a, a pretty good handful of uh, of new things which you know and they all seem like very good projects so i appreciate that La- last thing that i wanted to ask you about is uh we had a firefighter uh pass away this week now it was not in the line of duty it was at his home but still pretty big uh painful moment for the agency right it is it is uh you know uh the thing, you know, the firefighters and being first responders, you know, they're used to going out and and helping and assisting and, and, and tending to to our citizens. But when you get the call and it's one of your own, you know, it's it's like it's like a family member, and so it's a, it's a little rough, uh, you know, on, on the crew. Uh, but you know, they know they're working on a brother, so to speak, and and he didn't make it, so. It's uh yeah it's a little it's a little downtime there uh, with fire but uh, you know this guy was a he's a longtime firefighter he did a great job for our, for our county for our citizens served in the navy and and served his country and I'm very appreciative for his service and, and just sorry sorry for for the loss of his life and Lieutenant Jackson was young 38 years young you know so that's another one of those mm-hmm. man you know yeah. hate to lose somebody at that young age especially. Well, as always, Wes, we have a meeting t- today to talk about the uh, finalization of the broadband um, contract with the two firms they're going to be presenting. That's for the north of Muskogee, the, the one that got rebid, basically. So we'll look forward to that conversation at 9 o'clock this morning. Wes Moreno, he is the Escambia County Administrator. As always, Wes, thanks for what you do. Thanks for the time. I appreciate it, sir. Thank you, Andrew.